0: You're listening to the TCT with Tim Jones, Chris Arps, and Tony Colombo. One of our regular guests that we're going to have every Tuesday is Show Me Institute analyst Dave Stokes. And uh, we talked a little bit uh, on that clip. Uh, They talked about incentives, and I think we're going to talk about incentives a little bit with uh, Dave Stokes. Dave, how are you? Tax incentives.
1: I'm, I'm doing great, Chris. Doing great, Tim. Congratulations on the new show. Congrats on the new station! This is all very exciting.
0: Fantastic, thank and, you, sir. And you are, I, you are uh, not in the studio at this moment, but uh, you will regularly be in the studio doing this every Tuesday, correct?
1: That is my. That is if you all have me, <laughs> sure.
0: That's that's, a, that's no, up to the Tuesday. Wait a minute. Wait wait, wait.
2: <laughs> we, before, wait. Before we agree to every week, can we try Dave out a little bit? Make sure he brings uh, coffee and maybe a snack or two or something like that. You know what, I don't
0: want to embarrass Dave, but Dave uh, had a talk show career for a little bit there, right Dave?
1: Well, just through Show Me Institute and other work, just been blessed to be able to to be on TV and, and radio shows like like this one around the state for a number of years talking public policy issues. I always I always really enjoy it and I'm really excited to be a to be a part of your new show i've known both of you for a long long time and just really looking forward to the show being a big hit
0: thanks dave all right let's get serious here i want to talk about an article that you wrote uh last Ju- june in june about uh the tax subsidies that are happening in st louis you know we uh, elected st louis city elected a new mayor uh in uh april and she's uh she's made some controversial moves mm. one of them is uh deals that Were uh, that developers had with the city to build the project, all set and ready to go with uh, tax subsidies, Uh, the mayor is stepping in and changing those deals. Is that good or bad, Dave?
1: Oh, I think that's good, and I'm, I'm, I'm here to. I've got some comments on both sides of it here, but on as on the whole, to start with, it's good. It would be very good for Mayor Jones and her team and the new members of the Board of Aldermen to be more strict with giving away tax incentives and tax subsidies in the city of st louis Uh, anything that they do to be more strict with that show more fiscal discipline let the market play its role more uh... and limit the use of subsidies and incentives to the parts of the city where they might truly be needed, and to greatly reduce them in the parts like the Central West End, where they're not needed at all, that would be a very good step. And I would wish, I would wish the mayor all the luck and hope she continues in that.
0: Dave, what would you say to folks who say, look, the city of St. Louis is dying. The population is under 300,000. Um, it's almost to the point that the last person to leave turn out the lights. We need some type of incentives to get people to uh, invest in St. Louis.
1: Well, look, crime and, and schools have been the biggest problem in the city for a long time, and they need to get their hands around that. Tax incentives and tax subsidies are less important than those two issues. However, you know, you want economic growth to provide the jobs and the tax revenues to fund the police, to, to pay for your police, to pay for your teachers. So it is important. The fact is that I don't deny that there are parts of the city of St. Louis where tax subsidies are necessary and beneficial, but there's also large swaths of the central west end where you have no need to give out tax subsidies. The the population of the west end, the businesses there, the working population is vibrant and strong, and for too long we've seen way too many subsidies focused on the central west end, the, the area of the city that needs it the least. So any type of new discipline there would be a wonderful thing. However, what we've seen with some of Mayor Jones's vetoes, where she's talking, you know, trying to sh- show more fiscal discipline here, unfortunately, they just seem to be working out that if the developers of the this new pl- this new project of condos and apartments or the old Jesuit building near St. Louis U at Grand and the city foundry, the city foundry project by the armory, what it, it appears is that all the developers need to do is agree to agree to make, sort of make some extra donations to some of the administration's key projects in Mm. low-income housing and the like, and then they seem to be able to get most of the tax subsidies they were initially promised. So I would hope it's not, I would hope it goes far more than just the mayor is slightly tougher than prior administrations, and as long as the developers make some concessions and agree to fund some of her favorite things, like workforce development, housing, and the like, uh, then then the developers get whatever they want. I hope it doesn't work out like that. Trust me, the mayor, the developers are the ones asking for special deals here. The administration has a right to negotiate with that and negotiate harder. But I hope they'll go, I hope that they'll negotiate much harder than they appear to have been over the past few weeks
2: speaking to david stokes at david c stokes on twitter he's the director of municipal policy over at the show me institute our very good friends at show me on twitter show me damn i know you had a title dave sorry well he doesn't i just i just made that oh, okay, up okay sorry yeah no <laughs> <laughs> so dave uh you know dave as barack obama might be want to say i've evolved my opinion on this over the last couple decades or so. Dave, when I first got in the legislature, I was like, oh, and, and you, you're, you're, you're a young legislator, maybe not necessarily in age, maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but you're new to the process, let's say. So whether you're an older legislator or a younger legislator, you're new to the process. And you get there and you're like, well, we're doing all these great things, all these tax credit incentive programs because we're trying to create jobs and economic development. And don't we want this industry to come here? And all, Dave, that all sounds so wonderful. And then you start digging into this and you realize... The problem, you start learning more about the macro and the microeconomics of it, and you start realizing, well, wait a minute. This is just a different version of centralized planning. This is government picking winners and losers. It's all about incentives for thee, but not for me. Why then, industry over the other? Dave, ultimately, at its core, these these incentives are not the best way to uh, run a railroad because the government is ultimately in charge versus letting the free market dictate. Dave, wouldn't a better idea be to have more broad-based programs that that would be effective for all Missourians or people looking to coming here?
1: Tim, absolutely. I mean, that's what the Show Me Institute and I have been saying for so many years. It, it's not that we don't think taxes in the city of St. Louis are, are, are too high or in Kansas City. It's that if you don't cut taxes for a few, don't cut taxes for some. Cut taxes. If you want to cut taxes, and that would be a wonderful thing, such as the earnings tax, cut taxes for everybody equally. And don't let the businesses that have the more influential lobbyists or the more political sway – let them be the one that get, that get the deals here. And also, we, it's, there's many, many reasons why it's, everything you just described is so true. It, it doesn't work. It may sound good that we're giving tax incentives and we're trying to lure business, but it just doesn't work in the long run. And let me give just a brief example of that. Mm-hmm. From From this latest deal, where the mayor is now going to approve this tax cuts for this apartment project near Midtown in the old Jesuit building because the developers agreed to slightly more strict requirements, uh, many of those are okay, some you know there 's arguments on both sides, but the worst part of the new deal is that the developer has to agree to move one of their warehouses that they have, (laughs) they have an operating warehouse in St. Louis County, and they've agreed to move that into St. Louis City. Now, that's by far the worst part of this project. Mm. And when the city and the county four or five years ago, merged their, merged their economic development agencies. One of the reasons they did that was precisely to stop negotiating against ourselves, where the city would lure somebody from the county to the city with a subsidy, mm-hmm. the county would do the same to the city, or cities within St. Louis County would do it to each other. That didn't lead to any economic growth. That only hollows out the tax base with no growth. And it's very disappointing to see the city require these developers in Midtown here move a warehouse from the county to the city. Because it was an operating tax paying warehouse in the county. Now it's being moved to the city as part of some big city tax subsidy package. That's not growing our pie. Mm-hmm. That's keeping mm-hmm. the economic, economic, that's keeping our economy the exact same as it is but at the same time reducing our tax base and that's bad policy and i hope we don't see much more of that because that is that is the most troubling aspect of of the changes that the mayor's made on some of these deals in the past few weeks
0: Dave, while i have you on the line and an attorney in the studio my partner here one of the questions that i've had regarding the uh, mayor kind of changing the terms of these deals it, isn't that illegal? I mean, when you negotiate, you sign contracts, things are supposed to be set in stone. How is the mayor um, changing these changing deals that have been signed, sealed and delivered and all the I's dot and, and T's crossed? I, I don't understand that.
1: Well, I, I'm not a lawyer, Chris, but I don't think it's illegal. I mean, the mayor, these were bills passed by the Board of Aldermen and she vetoed them. Uh, so the Board of Aldermen could have, if they chose to, tried to override her veto. Uh, I'm glad that didn't happen. So they vetoed it, so the bill never became a law. So that she and her administration have every right to go back to these developers and say, if you want to, we can try this again, and I'll sign okay. it if you agree to the following things here. Remember, the developers can excuse themselves... From this entire process of having to negotiate by simply not asking for special tax deals in the first place, which would be the best deal for all of us. So I don't, I don't disagree for a second that the new administration and Mayor Jones have the right to negotiate harder and, and change the deals, because the deals weren't law yet. They were, she vetoed the bill, and that's how she was able to do those, okay. those things there. The developers might disagree, <laughs> but I think she was, at least legally speaking, on perfectly solid ground.
2: We're speaking to Dave Stokes here on News Talk STL, one point nine ninety nine one hd HD3. He's over at the Show Me Institute. Dave, uh, let's step back for a second. We've talked about everything uh, or many things that the city of St. Louis continues to do wrong from administration to administration, and although we've given some credit to Mayor Tashara Jones here for a couple of the things that, you know, she's taking tiny steps in the right direction but needs to do a lot more, Dave, let's talk about some positive things the city could do. So as we climb out of this pandemic, and let's be honest, the uh, the city was in no good uh, economic situation before the pandemic. The pandemic has brought a whole host of other problems as people go, you know, I'm not going to live in these areas where they're just going to lock everything down and require and mandate me to death. And you've got entire businesses that have been run out of downtown St. Louis uh, with the pandemic wildfire kind of uh, as one of the sources. People are, are learning they can work from home just fine or telecommute or so on and so forth. Or we don't need this expensive office space in downtown. We'll go out to the county or we'll go to Jefferson County or Lincoln County or, mm-hmm. or St. Charles County. Uh and, and so, Dave, you know, but... We're here. We came back to the city of St. Louis. We came back home uh, down to the powerhouse at Union Station. And I love the city. I, I've grown up in and around the St. Louis region, went to high school uh, in, in, the, in the city of St. Louis. I know that, you know, a region, a, a state is only as good as its urban areas. Dave, what are some big ticket items the city of St. Louis, if they had vision and leadership, that you would suggest from the Showman Me Institute's point of view that they could do to help lift them out of the pandemic and in, you know, and successfully carry them forward economically?
1: Well, that's a, that's a huge question, Tim, and a, <laughs> a great question. But I think, look, if you're talking about big things that they they need to do, I'm I'm actually calling from Michigan here, where. Uh, We're um, on a brief vacation, delighted to be stepping back to work for for this call and this this appearance. But, uh, you know, we're driving around in Michigan Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. last night, and we saw Michigan, as you recall, was substantially closed down during the pandemic. And while they have reopened for the most part, we saw closed businesses, closed restaurants that never survived it through here that are just out. There's a few restaurants in this area doing well, but we saw the damage that, that this closure did up in michigan mm-hmm. and the, i don't want to say that the economic damage was all about the closures of of course the virus the pandemic itself are terrible but you've seen the damage there and i do not know if if there's a threat or a risk of of the city closing down again uh, if if people are going to go back from that i mean this is you've got apartment buildings in the west end that as i understand are having a lot of trouble leasing right now uh, major new developments and people have Got to be worried, not just about the pandemic, but of you know if you're going to be locked in with another round of closure, justified or not. I mean, you, people would rather be locked in on, on an acre of land way out than locked into an apartment or condo in in the city. Yeah. And so, I I would hope that it would be off the table, barring some mm-hmm. barring some mm-hmm. health based catastrophe to reinstitute major closures in the city of St. Louis. I think, or St. and St. Louis County. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think that would be really bad for a region if people, thinking their long-term investments, where are they going to buy a condo, rent an apartment, buy a house, are really have to be worried about the urban core closing down time and again like, like they did last year. I think that would be a bad move. And then you talk about the big-picture issues. My coworker, Susan Pendergast, does so much at School Choice. Uh, and and the school choice that we're finally getting advanced movement on in the state of Missouri, but to expand school choice and charter schools even further in the city of St. Louis, they have a number of wonderful charter schools in the city of St. Yeah. Louis. But to see that expanded further and brought further into all of St. Louis County to make our region sort of a school choice hotspot, I think that would be an absolute wonderful thing. And then the, mm-hmm. the final thing is, I mean, something needs to be done about about the crime in St. Louis. I'm not a criminologist. I'm not an expert on that at all, but you people are not going to be investing and bringing and making permanent choices in the city of St. Louis if the crime wave that we've seen over the past year continues to grow. People are, you're reading every day in the post dispatch now about, about murder, acquittals were like, like, Alleged murderers mm-hmm. who've been acquitted due to flaws and in in mistakes by the prosecutor's office. I'm just quoting post-dispatch yeah. articles here. That's <laughs> got to be, ter- that's gotta be per- terrifying people, and I think that's got to change.
0: Dave, we got about a minute left. Um, it's kind of personal for me now that I am back in the city, and I know this has been a big issue for the Show Me Institute, but uh, I'm paying the 1% earning tax. Uh, now that I'm back in the city, is is that ever going to go away? I know the Show Me Institute has been uh, advocating for eliminating that.
1: Well, we have. It's the, the first paper we ever did at Show Me Institute. The first major paper we ever released back in 2005 was by Professor Joe Hasley at Mizzou, and it was on the earnings tax. in In April, it was just renewed by the people of the city of St. Louis, uh, once again by a, wi- a wide margin. One of the points we made, and we were making the same points in Kansas City because they renewed the earnings tax there at the same time. This is where tax subsidies come into play, to bring it back what we talked about mm-hmm. for, the, for the first several minutes. Because if the city of St. they always say, well, we can't afford to get rid of the earnings tax. We We can't. How would we pay for our services without enormous increases in property and sales taxes. And then they turn around and they give tax subsidies away, whether they be earnings tax subs you know, incentives, payroll tax incentives, pro- tremendous numbers of property tax and sales tax incentives. They give someone, so many of their own taxes away. Mm-hmm. And some of that is due to they need to give people incentives because businesses don't want to pay the earnings tax in the first place. Right. So, so they're sort of, it's in a, they're just running in circles here. If they were to to get a much more strict discipline with their use of tax incentives and I hope Mayor Jones does then perhaps in five years when city voters vote on it again, if you've stopped giving away the store like candy to babies time and time again, maybe you've expanded your property and sales tax base enough Mm -hmm. that it would be a realistic option for the city to get rid of the earnings tax in five years and that's going to be one of my big hopes and that's one of the things I'll be working on between now and then
0: Dave, thank you for joining us from vacation, wow, I appreciate that (laughs) <laughs>
1: guys great to be on the show look forward to being a part of it wish you all the best to your show and to everybody at the new station it's all very exciting and thanks for having me on and, we got a lot of stuff on everything we discussed at showmeinstitute.org ah that's,
0: that's, that's what that. i was that was my next question dave give the socials out you are a radio pro thank you
1: thanks guys really enjoyed it hey thanks have you, dave. safe
0: travels back dave appreciate you uh, chiming in with us.